have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll discuss, dissect, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with... Doug. Matt. Josh. And together we are the Horrify Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to the Horrify Podcast. Today we're doing the movie House. Ah, House from 1986, not oh, House Party, not, not House on Haunted Hill, not house. the uh, Hugh Laurie show. No, Gregory House, yeah, the Princeton Hospital. Terrible. He's the, he's like the a medical Sherlock Holmes. Kind he's of. crippled. Leave him alone. Why do you shit on TV? Do you think the cover yeah. of House is more iconic than the movie itself? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it's man. the finger going the, into the keyhole. The cover yeah. is scarier than the movie. Yeah. yeah. It, what, what's the? Uh, yeah. It's. Ding dong, you're dead. Yeah. That's, right. Right. Ding dong, That's right. You're dead. Ding dong, you're dead. Guys, VHS no, box erect. art was so good. It was important because that was the marketing so for us. No, yeah. it was. Yeah, we had to go to the video store to see, you know, the image that was going to either have us rent it or not rent it. Yeah, yeah, there were so many great ones, and this is definitely one of them where you looked at it and you're like, "This is going to be scary as hell." Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then the cover was scarier than the movie (laughs) this movie had a three million dollar budget and it made 22.1 million dollars in the box office that's a lot of money for a horror movie in the 80s yeah a b movie yeah Yeah, it's a ton of money although it had a great cast it's strong cast and needless to say they made four or five sequels i think five sequels yeah there's a ton of them yeah so this movie is directed by steve minor who did friday the 13th two and three lake Mm -hmm. placid he did tons of tv um, so we're pretty did, accomplished. Didn't he also? Uh, didn't I read that he did? Did he do Soul Man? Oh, Ooh, I did I not hope read so. that. That shit get you canceled these days. He did Warlock and oh, Halloween H two O. Yeah, Warlock sucks. Yeah, it does. Warlock H two O kind of sucks too. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. fun though. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie stars. Um, so there's a character named Big Ben, played <laughs> by Richard Mole, who is from Night Court. What? Yeah, that, he, with hair. That's him with hair. That's Bull? That's Bull. Fuck Night Court. Night Court has the greatest bass slapping intro ever. See? No, you're just you're just transporting me back to the dealership where I was waiting for my car to get fixed and Night, Night Court was on. I would have stayed there all day. Dude, Night Court was so fucking good. <laughs> no. I loved Night Court. Night Court was on yeah. for a long time. Do you know yeah. why Richard Mall was cast in Night Court? No. Because he was six foot eight. They wanted someone that would tower over the other guys in the in the <laughs> show. All the other guys in the show were f- tall as fuck. John Larroquette was like as tall as you. He's like what? six six. Harry no Anderson six four. The Dude. guy that played Charlie was like six four. They were all tall as fuck. So they had to get, so a, six, had to get a really guy. huge guy. So TV's, he would look like he towered over him. TV sitcom basketball team, they would have dominated. <laughs> they would have, right. especially they different strokes. Right? <laughs> Different strokes. Man, <laughs> that's a huge lineup. Yeah, yeah they were gives me all a rash. tall. So it, it's it's fun because Richard Mull in this film has hair, and I recognize him right away, but you could totally not, you could totally miss it that it's him. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no shit. Wow. I huh? can't believe you missed it. It was Bull. Yeah. Then we have uh, Aunt Elizabeth, who played by Susan French. She's the homeowner who dies. Then we have a. <laughs> She's not in it very long. Yeah, we have Roger Cobb, played by William Cat. 
He almost got the role as Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Oh, man. I could see him Jesus. as a Luke. He would have been a decent Luke. He would have been so much less whiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. I, I don't want to talk shit on my guy Mark Hamill, but Mark Hamill is a lot cooler now than he was in 1977, yeah. I mean, let's be I, honest. I love Mark Hamill and everything he's done, but... He was a real whiny Luke. I think he would admit that now. Yep. Um, he's also, yeah, is the star of The Greatest American Hero. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Classic. I think Actually, I only I, know the answering machine version of that song. From Seinfeld. Yes. I thought that that show ran for longer than it did. It was like 46 episodes, only three seasons. That's it? Yeah, yeah early huh. 80s. Good show. I guess. I guess. <laughs> then we have Harold Gorton, played by George Went, who is Norm, Norm from Cheers. Another amazing show from the 80s. Did you like Cheers, Josh, at least? I I do now. You know what? I never actually watched an episode it's until funny. like last year. Meg showed me. And really? she's like, you've never seen Cheers? And It introduced it, us to Ted Danson, I know, Woody yeah. Harrelson, Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Like, great cast. Frasier. Yeah, Frazier. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer is his real name. So. Yeah. so here's a question I have for you guys. Who is your favorite love interest on Cheers? Shelly Long. Shelly. Kirsty yeah. Alley all the way. I'm I mean, not thirsty for Kirsty. I am. <laughs> I Well, I'm I, not now. Good yeah. God. But I was then. I think the chemistry between Shelly Long and Ted was better. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that their affair more. But... I think Kirstie Alley was better looking. Kirstie Alley had the she had the power, um, shoulder pads. Oh, totally. She had the she had the pads. crazy beautiful hair, and she wasn't putting up with any shit. I'll be honest, I'm not to the the Kirstie years yet in Cheers. I'm still in the <laughs> not Shelley. to the Kirstie. Kirstie was on. So Shelley was on there for three years, and Kirstie was on for like six. Yeah, yeah. She's I've on only, longer. I've only seen that. I think the first two seasons. Nice. Well, hmm. so yeah. Anyways, he's in there, which is awesome. Then we have. Um, Chet Parker, he's the realtor played by Michael Ensign, and he's the hotel manager from Ghostbusters. Do you yeah, know what? what? He's also the hotel manager in the Wall movie. What the hell? What? Yeah, he plays a hotel manager in two movies. How good of a hotel manager typecast. is he? Yeah, <laughs> as a hotel manager. I, so he, he's in hell? this movie for only a few minutes as a, as a realtor. I love this character. Yeah, he's he doesn't great. give a shit. No, he's yeah, a, yeah he's a typical eighties dickhead realtor. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah, and he does play realtor perfectly. Um, he's actually in a lot of movies. And yeah, he, every movie he's in, he's like has these one, two minute parts, and he's great for that. He's got a face, a very dislikable face, very smug, um, but nails it. Like when he, his comedic timing is really good. He's I, a I weasel like in everything. He's a weasel, yes, a weasel, <laughs> dirty weasel. Ding dong, you're dead. <laughs> Anyways, so this movie, we, we, we open it and we see this old house, which I don't think is very scary looking. It's just an old ass house. No. Three story, yeah. Victorian. Wait, wait, you skipped over something. What? Uh-oh. Who did the music for this, Josh? Harry oh, Manfredini. <laughs> oh, I did. And not. what is this music from? Friday the 13th. He, yep. he recycled he, the yeah, shit he out Recycled of that movie. the music. What? Sounds exactly like Friday the 13th yeah. music. So it's not the only Friday the 13th link that this movie has. No. no. It's the, whole, not. the whole crew's there. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Oh, they, they, know, the director, they know something I don't. Oh, the shit. The music. I, I want to, before we get the into fluffer. the fluffer, before we get into the movie, I want to talk about how. The themes of this movie are very dark, and they could have actually made a incredibly terrifying horror film if they chose to. Mm-hmm. So I, I read that this movie was supposed to be much scarier. Yeah, and uh, they added the comedy in later. Why? 
I don't know. So I would, I, no, I so, still love it. I just don't know why. So I would watch it, maybe? Yeah. That's, so, no fucking let's, way. Let's so think Matt about, wouldn't be scared. Let's think about Roger Cobb, the, the main character, what he's going through. His son is missing, which yeah. caused him well, to assumed have... Assumed to be dead. Assu- mm-hmm. Yeah, which caused him the stress of that to get divorced from his wife. And, and he's a, a movie Viet- star? He's a Vietnam vet, right? He's a Vietnam vet. He's a famous writer that is now going to write a memoir about the darkest time in his life. Yeah. Nothing good's happened. His, his 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 auntie passed away, which is hard on the last of his yeah. family. Yeah. Killed herself. Yeah, she hung, hung herself. herself. Mm-hmm. This movie has all the underpinnings of a scary ass movie. Dude, it could have been so yeah. dark. It and totally could have been yeah. much and darker. And was inten- intended to be. Yeah, and it wasn't. But no, <laughs> not at all. Here's we my got theory. Some, we got some funness, though, boys. Yes, no, we did. My theory is... Since Steve Miner's doing this, <laughs> and they're notorious for ripping off other genres, they saw Evil Dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. And, and maybe just said, "Huh, let's make it let's slapstick make it. You know, and silly." It's funny. It, fun. it, it worked, and a lot of people saw it and enjoyed it. And actually, mm-hmm. so House yeah. Two is—I I really love House Two because it's way bonkers. Hmm. Me, so, you and I talked about this. Man. Yeah. Yeah. When I actually suggested this, I was thinking House Two. <laughs> oh and, shit! And then wow. I thought, oh. I hope House isn't scary. Oh, we have a draft for season three coming up. You can pick House Two. Oh yeah, House Two is funny. <laughs> house Two is awesome. It is crazy. So the, yeah, we see this old, not scary looking house, and it you know they want it to be scary, and they're trying to do a good job with the steady cam, but it's not steady. So it's very amateurish. It does remind me of like old scary houses, like the Amityville house, but mm-hmm. it's very clean and well taken care of. It's so not, it doesn't look yeah. scary. It's just a, it's just an old house with yeah. weird shit in it. And the shit that's in the house isn't really scary. It's just weird. <laughs> the weird paintings. Yeah, the Marlin. Dude, yeah. The paintings. house is actually on campus of St. Mary's. Really? The, in, the school uh, in California. In California? Yeah. No shit. Cool. Yeah, that how, that's where this was filmed. How have we done? So we, we see this delivery boy roll up on a kick-ass like Honda scooter, and I love that he crashes into the curb not on purpose. Do you notice that? No. He goes to pull up yeah. to the house. He like hits the curb. He's like, oh, <laughs> shit. He like looks down like, I think I ruined the moped. So <laughs> speaking of crashes, on the way here, I saw two guys rollerblading, which... In itself, I thought was funny because I haven't seen anyone <laughs> rollerblading for a long time. Right. But they were at a light, and the light turned, so they went to uh, cross the street on their rollerblade rollerblades. The one guy goes off just fine. The second guy, he starts off and immediately eats shit in the road. Oh, did you honk and laugh? <laughs> oh, you had to honk. I didn't want no, you don't. I didn't want to pile on the guy because there was a bunch of cars. Yeah, it's oh, bad. Guaranteed. Shit. It's so bad enough that they're rollerblading. You should have ran him over. He immediately ate shit in the road. You know, if, if you're just now rollerblading in 2020, <laughs> what year is this, 2022? Yeah, it's Uh You should be good at it. I mean, come on. So I, I'll tell you one of my favorite rollerblading jokes that I ever heard. It's from a it's from a comedy with like Aziz and Sorry. No, no, just say that you it's guys, your joke. Take, take. You, you know what the hardest thing about rollerblading is? What? <laughs> Telling your family you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> when I was in high school, I I had a buddy get rollerblades. He's like, "Hey, man, do you want to rollerblade?" I'm like, "There is nothing on this earth. I, I, no way in hell am I ever gonna rollerblade." Now I'll roller skate at the rink, yeah. where the girls are at, yeah. and it's fun. But no, yeah, I tried rollerblading once at classic skating when I was little. Good shit. I about broke my ankles, and I'm like, "Nope, back to the classic skates. I do not want to look cool. I'm gonna go back to the regular skates." No one played street hockey. 
I did. No, I, I, I couldn't I mean, afford you're skates. I'm from Aurora, so uh, yeah, how could you not? I couldn't afford skates, so I had to play goalie because I couldn't afford uh, skates. Game on. Yeah, we We had a league. We had the neighborhood hockey league. We had jerseys and everything. Did you actually awesome. rollerblade? Not like extreme, but, but you, I was on blades as we played street hockey. Did you have to tell your family you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> they knew. He's he's a little gay. <laughs> Everyone's a little gay. Uh, just a little, right? How the hell did we start talking about rollerblades? How did this happen? Because <laughs> the, cra- the guy crashed into because he crashes a moped, and then Doug sees a guy fall down, and jeez, because it's I more interesting than house. Okay. So, yeah. So, the delivery boy, who's credited as delivery boy. And when he goes into the house, no one answers the door. The door opens. It's haunted, right? He walks in and goes, hey, it's the delivery boy. Yeah. Does like, he refer why? to himself as, like, the grocery boy? Oh, it was grocery <laughs> yeah. boy. I'm like, why not <laughs> just say, hey, boy. it's it's Ted. I'm delivering. I don't know. Yeah. We'd be thriving right now in COVID as grocery Seriously. boy. Seriously. <laughs> so, he sets the groceries down, and he, and he hears the noise upstairs. And I think he's worried to make sure this old lady's okay. Um, so yeah, he goes upstairs and he walks into this room where, where auntie is, she hangs herself. Right. And it's stupid because you can totally see the rigging and I'm like, why would they keep that in? And then the noose, the noose. Yeah. It looks like a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you could, you could figure out how to tie a noose. Like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. And also it was at that point that I realized I wasn't watching a porn. <laughs> why is that? Is it because you're used to watching David Carradine home videos? <laughs> oh, oh my Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> That's I'm, awkward when you go to that uh, funeral. Right. David Carradine. He was a good man. I how guess did, I how could he die use, again? You don't want to know. Could he use Michael Hutchins too? Oh, oh my shit. Gosh. So yeah, so she's dead, and then we're at the funeral. And you know, what's his name? The main character, he's, Roger, is actually really sad. And he's like, ah, and then some crazy old guy's like, Yeah, you're your aunt was a crazy bitch. Oh, she was a nice lady, but my <laughs> wife's a real crazy bitch. Yeah, I'm at like, a funeral. Yeah, and it's raining and terrible, and I'm like that's weird. And then we start to learn this next scene. We learn about how Roger's life is, is fucked. First of all, he has a nightmare about his, his missing son playing by a grave and a hand, like a zombie hand <laughs> yeah. rips out of the grave. Oh, yeah. Where did they get that from? I don't know. Carrie. Carrie. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we find out he's an author because he's at a book signing. He's got all these asshole like readers and he's like a like a. I don't know, like a shitty Stephen King. So he's almost as big as Stephen King. Yes. Almost. <laughs> I mean, he definitely has a following. Yeah, of, of weirdos and you know. This is where know. the movie, like, I know it's going to be just weird and different because they have that weird montage of his point of view. With of the, all that the weird, weird camera angle, yeah. yeah. Of all the weird, different fans that love his shit. Yeah, oh. and and the, the lighting. Walker Siegel's hair girl. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Nice haircut." She's yeah. like, "Whatever." Yeah. Well, in the lighting, it's not ominous. You know, that's kind of no. where I was like, ooh, I think I'm safe with this movie. There's no ominous lighting in this movie. No. Right. I'm that's, good with that. It's a great point. This movie has no... Yeah, that's weird. It's almost like Midsummer. There's no shadows. Everything is uh. in bright light. It was it all is. filmed at 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we also learned that he's uh, married, or he was married to a famous actress, but they've recently divorced. Now, we don't know why yet, but it's it's because they lost their son. Like, literally, like, lost him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the backyard, gone. Yeah. So he's switching gears now and he's going to write, you know, a book about his experiences in Vietnam. And his fans are like, fuck that. We're not going to read that. We don't care about you. Yeah. So he's kind of bummed, but whatever. So, yeah. So we we see he's in like a shitty apartment because he's divorced and he randomly calls the FBI to check in on his son. Now, in this conversation, does someone does the FBI agent mention someone from the CIA? I don't know. Did you there's some weird other part? 
of what? the conversation. They're like, yeah, someone so may call you. But it was uh, in regards to something else. And I thought maybe there was some weird Vietnam plot point that had gotten <laughs> removed. <laughs> Probably. Because the Vietnam yeah. stuff in this movie you think is a one-time thing, and it just keeps it just, going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this, throughout. This has more Vietnam footage than Platoon. Yeah. <laughs> Which came out the same year, by the way. Nice. Which maybe I think it'd be awesome if they were making fun of Platoon. <laughs> like, and maybe they were, which is fucking hilarious. Platoon, Oscar winning film. Right. Very well received. So we learn all this stuff. He calls his ex-wife, or she calls him, right? And he's yeah. lonely, but he pretends like all the guys are over playing poker. Hell yeah, yeah man. So weird. Yeah, and then he pretends like he forgot about her at an award show, and she says she didn't win an award. And you can still, they, they still like each other, but the trauma of losing their child is just, there's no hope of... So much stress. Yeah, yeah. reconciliation. So he's sitting down, he's fucked up, and he needs a change, right? He has that horrible dream about his son, and so... Throws the suitcase on the bed, and how does he pack? He just randomly chucks clothes at the suitcase. Yeah, I have an issue with the how he packs. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> because this. First of all, you don't just throw clothes because you know I'm, I am a bachelor, but uh, you, is I, that how you pack? No, yeah, fuck this no. This is how it, I would imagine and, you packing. No, no, and he does it the night that night. No, I pack in the morning, and I don't throw my clothes in. Like, what the hell was that? It, it's actually it's so weird. And you know, he's only like. Like throwing like suit jackets, yeah. but he never wears a suit coat in the rest of the movie. No. Yeah. yeah, he only yeah. doesn't. He only wears a Vietnam uniform, like a, like a, like an old like military uniform. Yeah, so many or super and a sexy D- super TV sweaters, yeah, which we'll get to soon. <laughs> and, by, and by the way, you're not going to talk about the computer. Oh, that computer's awesome. Actually, the computer is awesome. What kind of computer is it? Well, it looked like an apple, Doug. Probably an apple too. <laughs> Took me back to my uh, days of having a five and one quarter inch floppy. Nineteen eighty four Apple. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, the discettes <laughs> were the same size. Josh, Josh got it. <laughs> I used to play Math Munchies on one of those. Math, math uh, Munchies. Uh, oh yeah, Oregon Trail. Trail. Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah. Apple Trek. So in in eighty six, this was an expensive computer. Yes, this wasn't like you just had one. You were either someone that needed, like he's a writer, yep. made a lot of money. That's why he has it. Yeah, um, I remember in the nineties, my mom had a fucking word processor because we couldn't afford a computer. You know, also I, I kind of when he fired up that computer, it took me back to the day where you could sit down behind your computer, and you're you're still isolated. You're safe. You can focus on your work, and you're not distracted by these fucking IMs that pop up, yeah. or the possibility if I can I can just look at porn if I want to. <laughs> it's not there. there. No, you couldn't. It was a green you screen. Couldn't do yeah. shit. Yeah. You, you could type. Yeah, green and black. And do that's some it. databasing maybe or mm-hmm. type stuff. It was a pure time. <sighs> yeah, time long ago. Those were the days. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he's got a, a, a crazy old computer, but he packs, and we don't know where he's going. Well, he goes back to the house where his auntie committed suicide, and he meets a realtor there. Now, I originally thought that the realtor said the house was going to auction. Yeah, because uh, my understanding was he's getting. So I, I, I took it as he's he inherited the house, but yeah. he but he wants to sell it. He's mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah. My, my life is okay. upside down. That's how I understand Okay, it. I thought for some reason the bank was auctioning it off, and then he's like, I'm not going to sell it. I'm like, well, were you ever going to sell it? Like, they didn't cover that super well, unless yeah. maybe I just missed it. I don't know. No. It's not a very important plot it's, no, point. It's not. No, yeah. it's not. He, he, he gets the house. There's a, the weird realtor guy, which is funny, and it, and it sets up stuff for later in the film. 
They go into the garage. We see the harpoon gun. Yeah. Which the realtor accidentally shoots at his fucking head. Why and is so yeah. flippant about almost yeah. killing yeah. him. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> almost Asshole. murdered you. And then he tells him, he goes, by the way, I'm not selling the house. I'm going to stay here for a while. And the realtor's like, well, there goes my commission. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He isn't happy for sure. No, he's no. Pissed. It's probably because he's a weasel. He tries to talk him out of keeping it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably wishes he did hit him with the spear gun. <laughs> He's like, ah, well, shit. this is where we learn that Roger actually grew up in the house because his mom died when he was young. So he lived there with his aunt, and his aunt was a great lady who believed the house was house was haunted and is weird. Mm-hmm. So we get this little backstory, and this is also where we get the the flashback about him losing his son. Like the son is with him when he's doing yard work and then disappears and then he thinks the son is drowning and he jumps in to Can't save him. him. Mm-hmm. And again, this is all foreshadowing, sets the rest of the movie up. I don't know. Then we get some more, a little bit more back filler um, about what the fuck's so funny. No, <laughs> just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. So he decides, you know, he's definitely not selling the house. And we, we see that his aunt paints this weird shit. Yeah. Like she's got these crazy like That's paintings with weird yeah. stuff. And it's all over the house. And everyone's yeah. like, you know, not everyone. He's looking at... I like that he's like admires the artwork. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. God damn, yeah. she's talented. But there's, the realtor's like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's the one of like the nude lady and the realtor's looking at it. And he's like, eh, this is my aunt. Yeah. And he's like, that's great. She, she, she just painted these weird pictures. So uh, He grew up with it, so he's got, used to it. I have a quick story. I have a ex-girlfriend who had a grandmother out of state. We went to visit her house. And she actually she was a bit of a painter. And she painted this picture, and it <laughs> nobody noticed it. But my girlfriend showed me. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's my grandmother's painting." And it was a a guy and a girl, and the girl's holding this basket, and it looked like loaves of bread. But one of the loaves was a it was a dick. No way. <laughs> and I, I I told my ex, I was like, "That's a dick," and she's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> mom!" <laughs> like they never noticed it was the grandmother painted it. Yeah. Did she used to work for Walt awesome. Disney? <laughs> yeah, changing she did VHS the, covers. She did the cover of <laughs> Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was funny. Just slid a dick in. Um, right yeah. at this time, also, um, we get a flashback of creepy Aunt Elizabeth telling the police that the house took Jimmy. So this, there's a couple, oh. there's a bunch of flashback. This movie is all flashbacks, it's, really. Yeah. yeah, somewhat gleefully. Yeah. Right. No, she's like, it ah, freaks me out. Her house, smile. The house took her. It's haunted. <laughs> She's like a scary looking old lady yeah, too. She's creepy. I, I don't I was very uncomfortable. I just I don't know. It's no wonder this guy was. My grandparents never looked V's. creepy. Yeah. No. So right after that memory, that's when Roger's like, Yeah, I'm not selling the house. I have all these terrible memories. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in this house. <laughs> Which I didn't understand, but I don't know. We cut to Roger writing and he set up his computer in like this main room where there's like a marlin and there's an upside down shark jaw. Because whoever had the house didn't really actually care about <laughs> yeah. fishing. I'm going to hang the shark job upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he gets up because he's like stretching and he hears a noise and he looks at the shark jaw and he cuts his finger on it, right? And he's like, oh, shit. I'm like, you dummy. And <laughs> this is when we get the first strange happening. So R- Roger has this vision. He like walks around the house and he walks into the room where his aunt hung herself and thinks that he sees it and he goes to save her, but she vanishes, right? Mm. So he's like, oh, that was weird goes into the bathroom, pops a couple Valium. And they, they make sure that we can see that it's Valium, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, if you guys know what that is, you guys yeah. know what Valium is. It so rules. <laughs> oh, God. Doug has taken Valium before, and I've seen a video of him on it. Yeah, it's, it's a great video. 
So he takes it so he can relax and go to sleep, and he and he sleeps like a fucking baby. Wakes up in the morning, stretches, puts on the deepest V-neck sweater you've oh, ever man. seen. I'm you know why he wears these deep Vs? Because he looks great in them. Because his crazy aunt made him wear them when he was little. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Ew. This, this V-neck sweater is the deepest I've ever seen. It and it's only the sweater. Yeah. And as he's out, and he's taking the trash out, and he looks like he's like ready to go to like an awesome '80s like cocaine workout. Most or of the sweater is V. Yeah. <laughs> There's less sweater and more V. So it, it's great because he's taking the garbage out, and then this this beautiful woman runs past. He's like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "Hey!" And she kept running because she's like, "That's a creepy ass V next." Well, she couldn't compete with the deep V. Yeah. I like that she's running past, but then she like makes a sharp turn and like lives right across the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then this is when we see the neighbor who is Norm from Cheers, he comes out and they kind of explain pleasantries and he starts talking shit about, you know, his aunt. He's like, crazy, yeah, this crazy bitch crazy lived bitch there. Lived there. Fucking killed herself. <laughs> and then the guy goes, oh, he, that was my aunt. He goes, oh, beautiful, vibrant woman. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he says. Yeah. He, <laughs> it's kind of funny. He does so many weird things, this character, throughout yeah. the whole movie. Roger or Harold? Harold. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Harold the neighbor is, is an awesome neighbor. Nosy-ass motherfucker. Nah, yeah. but he's, Nosy-ass motherfucker. If my neighbor brought me beer and Chinese food at 12 a.m. randomly, that no, could be cool. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 I would yeah. not think that was cool. I'd be like, why but are you at my house norm? at midnight? What if it, if it was Norm? If, if it was Norm, yeah. But to your point, hey, well, hey, neighbor, you want to come over and watch a movie at midnight? Okay, that is a little weird. What the f- Okay. <laughs> but yeah. he didn't even invite him. He just showed up. No, he had to have invited him because yeah, no, he invited him because he needed him. He invited him the one time, but he showed up two other yeah, times. He showed yeah, up. totally unannounced. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, and the lady across the street, her name is Tanya, and she's actually a uh, like Miss Universe. Yeah, I want to get 1977. on you, Tanya. Yeah. If you're listening, I want to get on you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tanya does listen. She's 65 years old now, and you guys would be perfect. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure she's a wonderful woman. That's fine. The movies all over the place. Yeah, so we we cut to him writing again, and he has remember he's writing his Vietnam memoirs, so he has a flashback, and we get this corny ass Vietnam scene, <laughs> and what I love about it is half the guys are wearing helmets, half aren't. <laughs> Bull from Night Court has hair, and they're like buddies in Nam, right? All, all the flashbacks of Vietnam are they're filmed in my backyard. So janky yeah, they're yeah. stupid. <laughs> They are filmed in at one p.m. Yeah, <laughs> one p.m. <laughs> with a fog machine. <laughs> yeah. So he has this flashback, and this is just we're, in, we're the flashback. This one is just introducing the guys in Nam, the the guy and the lieutenant bull from Night Court, blah blah blah. Lieutenant bull. <laughs> so he so this is at the time where he hears this like noise upstairs, and he goes upstairs, and he he's like, you know, needs to go in this closet. Curious, yeah, because you hear random noises. Yeah, so he opens the closet door, and this crazy, gigantic yeah. tree soul monster <laughs> thing pops out. It like reminds me. Of the, no, it reminds me of the thing from um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser that oh, goes yeah. down the hallway. That hallway yeah. creature. Looks just yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So it comes out and attacks him. It's got this giant hand. It like scratches his chest, and he slams the door. It's a cool so, puppet. You know something I read about that? Did you guys read about that puppet? No. Mm-hmm. That puppet looks the way it does. Because the, the uh, I don't know, director or whomever, it was, it's a link to Vietnam. They wanted it to look like the napalmed NVA. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy. That's nice. I mean, well, I, it, was it, I wonder if he was also a pilot that napalmed people or if they just, you know, if they're just going to blame him for it's it because he was weird. there. Yeah. Bombing people in his deep sweater V. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. <laughs> Napalm sweaters. I can't get over that deep V. Deep Vs are so not deep. military issue, Doug. <laughs> so, Roger, what does he do? When you get attacked by a giant monster in your, your dead auntie's closet in a haunted house, what do you do? You set up an ambush. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. You notice that this truck pulls up to his house loaded with expensive equipment. They did not have Amazon back then. Yeah, How did he get this shit here so he get fast? Cameras? He just called up his wife's movie-making that friends. Could be. He literally he government. has like 15 cameras. He's got lighting. He's got everything. And he and then he puts on his Vietnam clothes. Yeah, he's yeah. got his BDUs on. Why did he put that on? Goggles. And the the best part about it is it's it's funny and hokey. Yeah, it's so hokey. <laughs> it's so like dumb. Half of this movie. So he gets everything set up. He's so excited that he. <laughs> Does fucking rolls down the hallway, (laughs) jumps down the stairs and falls, gets up and then power slides on his knees with his arms in the air like Platoon when Elias gets killed and is like, yeah. I guarantee now that you're saying that, I think it is. Making fun of Platoon. Because remember in Platoon, Elias, he gets gets left behind, he gets killed, he throws his arms up as he's being shot to death. That's what that was. Yeah, I bet it is. So is is this director, does he hate Oliver Stone? And he's like making fun of him for Platoon. I don't know. I just think it fits in with the hokiness and yeah. cheesiness of this movie. I, I've I've seen this movie a lot when I was a kid. I've seen it a lot, and I I still laughed in surprise at this because I'd forgotten about yeah. this part. It yeah. is so <laughs> take power slides. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the funny thing is, he hasn't done anything yet. He didn't no, test well. anything. He's just excited. He's pretty. He's excited to be in his. LARPing gear. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Vietnam he's a nerd. Yeah. It's just so awesome, right? I, I just love it. I don't know. I don't know. So he goes back up there later to try the ambush again because he does actually open the door. Nothing happens. He, he makes the correlation that when the clock strikes midnight, that's when shit probably is going to happen. So I love that he's up there about to do it again, and Norm randomly shows up at yeah. the house with a six-pack of beer and Chinese This is food. when he comes over unannounced. He just And he comes into the room. Yeah, he's walked he, all so the way he upstairs. he walked yeah. into the house, up the stairs, <laughs> and into neighbor. the room. Asshole neighbor. Uh, Boundaries. He saw I mean, the lights were Boundaries. On. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> so they have dinner, or a midnight snack, drink beers. Everything's good. Yeah. We fast-forward to the next day, I think. And Roger's typing again. And all of a sudden, the he gets up because he hears something in the wall-mounted Marlin. You know, the, his his uncle's record-setting Marlin catch. Turns, turns into a Billy Bass. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I wish that's he would have was. started singing. <laughs> it's so weird, and like he's hello, my baby. Uh, hello, uh, my darling. Unfortunate son is what it should be. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, fortunate son. Yeah. You guys are the music guys. Hey, guys, did, guys, did I miss the part where the where the the tools attack him? Mm-hmm. Um. No, because... no, 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 no. That's coming up. That's yeah. Okay. So he shoots the marlin, and then he throws like a cover over it because it's flopping around. So is this a total Evil Dead ripoff? Yeah. With the goat oh, that yeah, comes yeah. to yeah. life? Because now it's... Yeah, because he shoots the marlin, and so the neighbor hears the gunshots, and that brings us... Calls to, the police. To the police. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> now the neighbor that's... Overly. No, he does not call the police when he shoots the marlin. He calls the police when he shoots the wife. monster. Shoots the monster. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he goes downstairs, and his wife is there. Listeners, she... let me tell you something real quick. This movie is so fucking weird. <laughs> I don't You're probably listening, like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> let me just tell you, this movie 
is weird. It's all over. It, the it place. doesn't even make sense when we're saying it out loud, but when you watch it, it is very pleasant. Well, but it's like you said before we recorded this that it's several vignettes in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Anyways, this Marlin comes to life. He shoots it. It's weird. Then he starts hearing footsteps, and he goes into his aunt's room, and the closet door shuts. And this fat monster sneaks up behind him and knocks him yeah. out with a shotgun. Wait, wait a minute. This is. Am I missing a part? Yeah, because he shoots his what he thought was his wife. And remember the table? Yeah. Where it he's like, oh my god, and then he peers over the table. Oh yeah. And, and his wife, his ex-wife, shows up, like you said, Matt, and yeah. and he's like, oh, you're here, and she says all this nice stuff, and she like ducks down behind this table and pops up and she's this like fat she's gross gigantic boobed purple blue purple monster she looks like grimace with a shrill yeah. voice yeah she's like hey yeah. you lost our son you son of a bitch yeah it goes full evil dead right here it really does the yeah. voice is the same mm-hmm. yeah the shit is just unbelievably corny in the best way like it's yeah. so funny that you're just laughing and enjoying it right because now we're watching a sitcom of Trying to hide something yeah. from scary, the neighbors. Sc- yeah. Scary sitcom. So yeah. he goes upstairs and this thing like gets behind him and like knocks him out and then he's battling it and he like kills it. <laughs> oh fuck. And then we get this weird music playing and it come to find out it's like Linda Ronstead's You're No Good. <laughs> yeah. You're no good, you're no good, you're no right? good. Maybe you're and I'm no like, good. okay, so what? Yeah. I I mean, I do like Linda Ronstadt. That's yeah, a good yes. song. It's fine, but it was it didn't really make doesn't sense fit in, in the movie, movie at all. <laughs> there's and then there's a the whole thing where the police hear a gunshot and he hides the who he thought he killed the monster, but he killed his ex. Then he puts her body, hides it under the stairs. The police come over. Well, it's really awkward yeah. when the police show up. I just I hope you guys noticed there were how many cops? Four, right? <laughs> then only two were there. The two that approached. Oh, the two other guys left. He goes, get the hell out of here. We but got the, this covered. The two guys in the background, those were the guys with the mustaches. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Oh. Dang it. Both mustached. The guys that approached the house were not. Clean, clean shaven. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Because I think the... Maybe Steve Miner was a mustachist. Yeah. Well, it's probably it got in the way of delivering lines, I'm assuming. Hmm. So, anyways, he he kills this monster, and it's not like an apparition. It's like a physical monster. So he cuts it up with an axe, puts it in garbage bags, and he's trying to bury the body. And as he's doing this, Tanya shows up. Yeah. And Tanya's being all, like, sexy, and she's, she's like, swimming hey. in his pool. Oh, that's invited. right. She's in the pool, yeah, uninvited. She, she did it. Yeah. Well, she did all it. All these the... neighbors are so intrusive. I know. I know. But she, was, she did it as a child. Well, yeah, she she did yeah. say she went over there and swam in the yeah. ant's pool all the time. But like, familiar ground. But still, is this what like... the ant welcomed? She just welcomed people. Yeah, apparently. Like, so. just come over and use my house and yeah. pool and bring me food at midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she like she starts flirting with him. She's like, I know when you want to have a good time because he's really busy trying to kill this monster, oh, yeah. sexual or bury it. And then as Watch he's my kid. then as yeah. he as he's burying it or trying to, one of the hands like almost grabs her foot, and he's that's right. Yeah. So he buries like the monster in like fifty separate holes. This yeah. whole scene, all I'm thinking is the sexual innuendo is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so then Roger is searching, like the house. Or he's looking for a son, and he ends up out in the back, and he sees that a dog has dug up dug the up, monster yeah. hand. It has a hand. So then the movie awkwardly cuts to someone knocking on the door, and it's Tanya saying, oh, ready to have fun? I'm dropping my son off for you to babysit? Yeah. <laughs> right. 
just like it. This movie kind of reminds me of The Burbs, but not as good. Yeah. Here's the dumbest part, though. When when he has a little kid, he's got to babysit him. He notices the monster hand that the dog yeah. dug yeah. up is clinging to the kid's back. Yeah. yeah. So he pretends to like chase the kid through the house and help him go to the bathroom, and he pulls the hand off the kid's back and flushes it down the toilet. <laughs> that hand would not fit down the toilet. No. I just. Who, First of all, why is Tanya leaving her son for Roger to babysit? What the fuck is that yeah. about? Yeah, and why would Roger agree with monsters running around the house? And he's already lost his own kid. And that little fucking kid is just like, oh, a new house. I'm yeah. just going to run around. How, about, uh, how awesome is that little kid's mullet, though? It yeah. is strong. It is, it is a, a one of the most powerful mullets. strong, mullet. blonde that, mullet. It is such a good mullet, the kid looks like he should be Australian. Yeah. That's <laughs> how good of a mullet it is. No offense, Australia, but you guys have strong mullets. Yeah. Um, this is a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So then he realizes Tanya's kid's gone at some point when he's trying to have him watch a movie. And these two like weird child monster things grab him and pull him up a chimney. And so he's got to go up the chimney and pull the kid out. I refer to it as Muppets on meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. One of, one of those uh, creatures was played by one of the little people in the Lollipop Guild. Oh, we represent <laughs> oh, shit. the Lollipop Guild. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Huh. Why was the kid cool with the uh, the Muppets kid was cool meth? with everything? Yeah. How about when he gives the kid the bath afterwards? He's like, "I'm gonna give you a bath." Yeah. If I'm watching some lady's kid that I don't know, I am not giving that kid <laughs> no, a bath. No way. No, or helping him pee or doing any of that shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> helping him freaks pee. me out. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. I yeah. think it's weird too. No way. Mm-mm. No. That so, kid with the mullet would also kick your ass. He would. I mean, <laughs> with that mullet, no way. He's so not you, kicking your you ass. You think this is gonna have gonna help the story move? But then Tanya shows up and just picks the kid up, and it's done. Yeah. yeah where'd yeah. Tanya go? And then you never I want to see Tanya again. No. Yeah. Like this, why this whole scene? Why could have been no edited sense. out, and the story would be untouched. So then Harold comes over again at eleven fifty p.m. with some Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. By the <laughs> way, guys. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. Roger tells Harold that there's been some weird stuff in the house, and he sets up this whole elaborate thing to to hunt raccoons with a harpoon gun attached to a fishing rod. Yeah. Yeah, you know that thing's attached, right? <laughs> so he opens, they have this whole thing again where he's got his Vietnam setup. He opens the door, and this time the monster is in there and flies out at him. And Harold shits himself. Yeah, Harold doesn't want to <laughs> oh, shoot yeah. the harpoon into it, and it ends up dragging Roger down into this thing and back into Vietnam. Yeah, it drags him into like another dimension through a portal or something an abyss and in in vietnam he finds that big ben is there dying now big ben in a previous flashback had been shot by the Viet Cong. so we come now to the point where he's dying and he tells roger he's like kill me which i think makes fun of platoon and other vietnam movies also oh for sure kill me and he's like i can't i love you that's in dead presidents it's in platoon it's in everything yeah so he won't kill him, so the the VC get him and take him away to torture him in a cage. It's also in the fly. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Very different reason, though. So Roger starts running away, and the VC are shooting at him. He sees like this light, like a doorway in the jungle, and he jumps through it, and he jumps out of the closet like four hours later, and the neighbors that are drunk as hell on he Jack Daniels, out. you know he has a mattress? Yes. He's got the mattress he's laying on. I'm he like, just gets mad. He gets Roger's mattress off his bed. Makes himself comfortable. <laughs> Why did he stay? 
I don't know. Why didn't he do anything? The house is haunted as fuck. Weird. Yeah. He yeah. just saw a monster. Just, he's going to go drink and pass yeah. out on Roger's mattress. Yeah. Did I mention that at some, I would go home. Yeah. Did I mention at some point that the neighbor called his ex and told her that he's oh, having a tough time? This neighbor sucks. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I think, he is so I think, invasive. I think I overlooked all of this just because it was Norm from yeah, Cheers. Same, yeah, because he's so likable. <laughs> but he but does he suck. Sucks. He's an asshole. He's like, I agree. Where did he get his ex-wife's phone number? <laughs> In the yeah. old days, you could look he everyone up. He had to up. have been going through like his. You looked it up in the yellow pages. Book or Fucking creeper. <laughs> Actually, it would be the white pages, right? Yeah, the white pages. He just wanted to look like the hero to the hot actress. Yeah, and he did say he was his number one fan. Like, oh. so maybe he knows all this shit. He he jumps back through and he's looking at one of his auntie's pictures and he takes like a towel off the side of it and there's a picture of his son painted into the mirror in the bathroom, the mirror where he gets his volume from. So my question, <laughs> the aunt saw this. Why don't you call your nephew and <laughs> say this instead of painting it? No, she said the house it... took the child earlier, but they yeah. ignored her. And remember his, his ex goes, you're a crazy bitch. Or <laughs> she, whatever yeah. she calls her. She just paints it in a creepy picture yeah. for to, to lay Easter eggs. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> She's laying Easter eggs about her his disappeared son. <laughs> Hopefully you'll... You know what's funny? We talk. You'll unscramble this mystery. Guys, we talk about this movie like it's the worst thing ever, but I really enjoyed watching this piece of shit. It's a lot of fun. It's like, like I just said, it's like a Scooby Doo movie (laughs) with monsters, (laughs) real monsters. So he runs to the mirror and smashes it, and lo and behold, behind the mirror is a void, and a giant tentacle reaches out and grabs him. There's like monster hands pulling him into the mirror. So he grabs like an alien tail. It did look like an alien tail. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like a xenomorph tail. Yeah, it was like everything in Vietnam reaching out to grab him. <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck? So he grabs a straight razor and cuts the tentacles and arms and they fall back in. And then he gets a rope, throws it down there, and he looks in and he hears Jimmy, his son, like, Dad, shit, Dad, I'm a nom. <laughs> maybe, shit. maybe that's why we went to war with Vietnam, because it was full of monsters. I guess. I mean, that's where the monsters were coming from, through so, that window. That's then I, I like that he repels down, and as he's halfway down in this dark void a gigantic stop-motion bat skull yeah, creature yeah. attacks him takes With his <laughs> shotgun flips it around like arnold from terminator <laughs> and shoots the rope out and he falls into water and that thing looks just like something from evil dead yeah. it does yeah. it's oh, yeah. totally evil dead yeah. monster uh-huh. yeah it's cool looking yeah so he falls in the water and when he's you know comes back up and breaks the surface where is he guys nom nom he's in nom again <laughs> he can't escape this place again places as personal hell yeah so he <laughs> finds jimmy in a bamboo cage which is dark i mean this movie could have been really dark because the vc really did take gis and put them in bamboo cages and yeah. torture them and did horrible things and that's what they did to big ben yeah <laughs> that's why True. big ben is you know, so pissed he's very upset yeah <laughs> but it's uh, i was just saying it's very dark and it, it was just weird they painted the Vietnam conflict in this funny light yeah, only no. 10 years, not even 10 years after we, we pulled everyone out after the fall of Saigon. Yeah. I'm like, geez, kind of fucked up. Yeah, but in the eighties, you know, not everyone was a bunch of bitches like they are now. So <laughs> I don't know. I still thought, I still thought of, I was like, Ooh, Ooh, that's not good. His son's in it. Okay. So anyways, there's gunfire all around and big Ben is shooting at him with an M60 machine gun, but big Ben is a skeleton man now. Yeah. yeah. He he's like, like a, a decomposed skeleton monster man. He's demon skeleton man. It's really weird. So he follows the escape, but he follows him into the house and is at the front door because they're trying to get out of there. 
And I like that Roger tells his son to like go run away. His son's like six years old and can't do shit. And now he's chasing Big Ben is chasing him through the house and he rips Big Ben's arm off and beats him with it. <laughs> then he opens these double doors and it opens to another dimension with a cliff. This it, sounds oh, so yeah. stupid. Yeah. I can't I, no. we can't talk I can't even believe we're talking about this because it's so hard to talk about. He's hanging off the edge of this cliff outside of the house. Big Ben yeah. stomping on his hand. And he MacGyvers his belt off, <laughs> makes like a lasso, throws it around Big Ben's arm, rips him off the cliff, and we see his body break on the rocks below. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, after saying, I'm not a. F- no, that comes later. This shit doesn't make any sense. Sure. Well, I mean, this was, uh, this was filmed in California, Who right? Who picked this movie? Matt. Yeah. Damn it. It's because Matt knew he wouldn't be afraid of this. This is what well, we're going to do. There's that, but the, uh, this is this was filmed in California, right? Yeah. Do you do you know that there are Californians facing that that crisis right now? <laughs> <laughs> what, falling off a cliff? The, the 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 erosion of the shoreline, Doug. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. this, this movie you know is what you very need to prescient. Do? Learn to swim. I think you guys are overlooking him. <laughs> Thanks, the Mary. brilliance of this movie. <laughs> Josh got it. So he pulls him off the cliff. You think he's dead? But he's not. He comes back and is threatening them. He runs out of bullets at some point. And then he, all of a sudden, Roger's like, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. And then he, like, suddenly has power over him. Yes. yes. Then he grabs a grenade off his bandolier, pulls a pin with his teeth, shoves it in his guts, runs out of the room, slams the door, and the dude explodes. Here's what's so funny about that is he runs outside right as the explosion happens, and his ex and Harold show up, and then the movie's over. Yep. <laughs> I, I was glad that, to see his ex still alive. Oh, I love at the end of the movie, he turned into Kevin McAllister. I'm not afraid anymore. I know. <laughs> I said, I'm not afraid anymore. He, he got strong. Guys, <laughs> he overcame the demons. If you've seen this movie, you can't talk talk about it with your friends. Sure because you they won't understand. No, Do you know what's stupid? Is that they didn't get Richard Mall to play Skeleton Big Ben as some other guy. And you already could, have a six and I love you, monster that... I, I love you can see his lips moving underneath the skeleton <laughs> <Yes>. part. <laughs> and, and by the way, I counted... Well, I only saw two boom shadows, but apparently there's a whole bunch. I saw oh, two. Oh, I need to I watch, watch it again it just now. for yeah. that. Yeah, so if early in the film when he first goes to the closet and sees nothing, when he walks away, you see the, the boom trying to follow him. You see the shadow of the thing, and I'm like, oh, God. You also see a cast member's arm and wristwatch. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Like, there's so much... I just see them in the editing room, and they're like, "We don't give a fuck, yeah, fuck yeah. It. <laughs> guys." This this is gonna t- cost too money, too much money to edit this out. This movie is so dumb. It is but so dumb. I really liked watching it. I like that it's dumb, and mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that typically is not that way. But for some reason, it works. I have no fucking idea why. There's a reason this movie made 19 million dollars at the box office. Damn right. <laughs> it's just it's fun in the dumbest way. And talking about the Vietnam stuff. Now that I can kind of see that it was making fun of Vietnam movies, that makes it even funner for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just the the ridiculousness of the monsters, the the thin story. Actually, there is a story there, but they just don't do anything with it because the movie is dark. Dark, right? <laughs> but it's they, not dark. Yeah, the story's dark, but they then they turned it yeah. hokey. Well, like right. I have. I was left with so many questions. I'm like, okay, <laughs> how could you not be? So House is the name of the movie. They keep saying it's the house that took the kid. Yeah, But it's this Vietnam buddy. But it's a Vietnam guy. So is it just kind of projecting the dude's fears into manifestations? 
Yeah. Was this all in his head? Is is he having? Is this just about? Is this movie about PTSD? Yeah. He takes the Valium. He's struggling with what he saw in the war that he never dealt with. I think we're reading too much. No, 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 now we're digging. It's all there, guys. But they didn't—they didn't use it. I don't know. No, it's there. It is laid on a silver platter, and then they threw the silver platter off the table. Yeah. I, I saw this movie as a kid, so my opinion of it doesn't mean shit because I have this nostalgia value for it, and I really like it. Josh, have you seen this before? Never. What the fuck did you oh, think about this? Oh, really? Man, yeah. I thought the scariest part was when he gets forced to babysit. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's everyone's fear. We can all totally. relate. Babysit a kid with a blonde mullet yeah. that would kick your no, ass. I, it's one of those like cover arts that I is so iconic. Like yeah. Absolutely. You, so like me, like... I grew up watching this. How did you avoid it? How did you avoid watching this? I don't know. Even I, I saw it. <laughs> I, w- I was way into slasher Boy, movies and stuff as a kid, but yeah, this I rented escaped me. The first I rented the first two of these, and especially the second one, which has the same cover art, but the hands decayed a little bit differently. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And, it does and have the because same that was cover such a, a great marketing tool. In fact, well, no, no, no. The first one, the first movie cover art, it's with one finger. The second one, it's oh, two is fingers. It, is it really? It's two He's fingers on the doorbell. So yeah, it's just weird, Josh, that you didn't see this assault for the first time. Yeah. Because I don't know. I rented these movies. I really like the second one because it's like almost like a sci-fi movie, the second one. It's just so strange. The third one is completely off the rails and stars Lance Henriksen and is like about the serial killer guy. And then the fourth one is some other monstrosity of, of a movie. So these these made money. And up until the late 90s, I still saw this cover at the video store. Guys, I wish we could have talked about this movie in an intelligent, good manner, but this movie does not warrant that because it's not that. No. However, the movie is fucking fun as hell. Like, I really like it. Josh, you've never seen it. You were amused by it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked it. It works on a weird level. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would have been better if they would have went full dark and left out the comedy? No. You like the comedy aspect. It would have just been like trying to be poltergeist if it did that. Right. This is more slapstick Evil Dead, which yeah. is... And in my opinion, poltergeist does not hold up. No. I think poltergeist 2 holds up way better. Mm-hmm. But it it, it, it kind of borrows from poltergeist and Evil Dead and all that stuff. You know, the burbs. Mm, I don't know yeah. if the burbs The burbs was came after. Yeah. Yeah, the burbs But it's definitely movie. like along that line. But yeah, I think it's fun. Like... It's not high art. Yeah. The I, cover I, is, but... Yeah. <laughs> and I love your connection that it's making fun of Platoon and shit. Like I, I did, I've never put that together until you just talked about it, and you're like, it totally is it's making weird. fun of those movies. Right. It's so weird. I, I don't know. I like the movie. I understand that I'm very biased because I saw it as a young person and liked it then. I'm going to give it a thumbs up because it is insanely weird. It's worth watching because it's so strange. Yeah. Check it out, Doug. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I have nostalgic feelings toward it because I watched it as a kid and I thought it was a I thought it was funny, campy and there were scary elements at watching it, you know, as an elementary or junior high kid, however old I was when I right. first watched this movie. There were scary elements to it back then. I don't think there's anything now that's scary Not about all, it. No. But it's still a very fun watch. A lot of the comedy that I totally missed on when I was younger. I catch now because when I was younger, I didn't realize that it was supposed to be like slapstick comedy. I just thought it was kind of like this silly horror movie that didn't really scare me that much. 
but now like a lot more of the comedy elements land as an adult and I fully enjoyed my rewatch of this. Nice. And I would recommend it. I would give it three stars. Three stars. Yeah. Josh, the, solid. <laughs> the first time watching, what do you think? Yeah, it's, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, it's completely fun. It's one of those you throw on drunk with some friends. It's Yeah, it's goofy. It's a quick watch. <laughs> like, it's not, it it's like doesn't eight, drag or it's anything. It's like 87 minutes long. Is yeah. That, is it sh- it's like short, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. It's it's dumb, but but it's it's fun. It's definitely not scary, but it's yeah, it's one of those goofy things. I give it three fingers gently pressing my doorbell <laughs> out of five. <laughs> Matt, what do you give it? Um, did you guys read about uh, how over in uh, Hong Kong when it was released the the title? It's funny just how things don't translate. No, <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know the director, whomever he was over there when it was released. And he asked, why are there so many characters in Chinese? And it's because over there, the title was not house. It was, don't go into the haunted house after midnight. <laughs> Serious? Oh, no kidding. Yeah, but That would be way less scary. <laughs> <laughs> in addition, I read uh, the female lead, uh, Sigourney Weaver, was considered. Oh, man. That yeah. would be cool if Sigourney Weaver was in this. Yeah. Yes. But... I would have given it an extra finger. Oh. Yeah, she would have... <laughs> She would have had a lot more screen time, I hope. Anyway, uh, yeah, I uh, like I said, I, I was thinking House 2 when I picked this, but I this one's fun, too. I give it three and a half demonic doorbells. But you had seen this one, right? Um, No, I, I saw House 2. So this was House your two. first Yeah, it was my time. first watch. Okay. Oh, nice. Wow, interesting. I like, I like what Josh said, that this movie is pretty quick. I like yeah. movies and albums that don't overstay their welcome you know they're kind of just really quick in and they that's this movie for sure yeah absolutely. And i hate movies that overstay their welcome i hate albums that overstay their welcome you know there's one or two tracks that are too long or a few scenes that are unnecessary but this is pretty quick concise it leaves you wanting a little bit more which i'd rather leave wanting a little bit more than like ugh, yeah. ugh, i feel like i ran a marathon yeah it left me laughing at it in the best possible way. Yeah. It's interesting because two thirds of this movie is filler scenes. Yeah, for <laughs> it, yeah, it is really. It, but. It's 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 funny. You, it's true, but again, for some reason it works, and that's why this movie made money and why there's yep. a bunch of them. So, well, I guess on the Horrified podcast we say watch this weird ass movie, and it is weird. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and yeah, until next time. We don't have an audience, Doug. We have at least five listeners. Yeah, we're four of them. (laughs) Shut the fuck up.